Welcome to the Garden of Belonging, a podcast exploring the things that help us belong to ourselves and the things that get in our way. I'm your host, Kim K. Gray, a life coach for good girls and people pleasers, dedicated to helping them know, trust, and courageously share their voices. In this podcast, we will explore topics such as self-knowledge, self-trust, self-acceptance, and self-expression. The world needs our unique gifts. It's time we connect with our inner voice and show up fully as ourselves. Today, I hope you'll enjoy my conversation with Christine Malkmus. Throughout the course of her 34 years of life, she's had a very toxic love-hate relationship with food and body. After years of self-abuse that she infused into many facets of her life, she finally came to the realization that perhaps she'd gone through her eating disorder so that she could one day help other women dealing with the same or similar issues. This ultimately led her to pursue the path of becoming a mind and body empowerment coach, certified through the Institute for the Psychology of Eating. Through easy, doable mind-body-soul strategies, she offers her guidance, love, and light to help you make peace with food and grow in body confidence and liberation allowing you to fully thrive in all areas of your life. Hi, Christine. Welcome to the Garden of Belonging podcast. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, excited to have (laughs) you here. So this season, we're talking all about honoring ourselves. And um, so I'm curious, what does that mean to you to honor yourself? And what areas does it most show up in your life? So I think that honoring myself has changed over the years. Um, I think that when I was younger, it was more focused on doing things that just kind of make me happy. For instance, I'm, a, I'm an avid runner. So I've been running since high school. I'm in my 30s now. So I love to run. That's always brought me joy. So for me at the time, that was kind of honoring myself. Um, but now as I've become a mom, um, my obviously my priorities have changed and things that bring me joy have changed and all that kind of stuff. But also I've realized the importance of really um, connecting with my true self and what makes my soul happy rather than just kind of what makes me happy in the moment. It's like what makes me happy on a deeper level, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of things that I've been exploring since becoming a mom Mm -hmm. because my my kids to do the same. So I'm trying to set a good example. Yeah, and I think sometimes it's hard as a mom to honor ourselves because we um, we either put our kids in front of us or we are forced to put our kids in front of us because like they need to be kept alive and well, you know? Um, so, so sometimes it's easy to forget about ourselves. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's important to do small things and really, really big things. So, and it's different for everybody, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. So as a mind body empowerment coach, you work with women around body image and weight and food. How does um, honoring ourselves play into all that? So um, just speaking from personal experience, I guess you could say, I have found that a big reason as to why I had uh, developed an eating disorder um, as a younger girl, (laughs) as a young girl, um, was because I was very much not honoring myself, very disconnected from who I was. I was Mm -hmm. unsure of, I guess you could say my purpose here. Um, And I kind of, I did things to please other people. 
um, I kind of lived for other people rather than lived for myself. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so I think when I work with women, the biggest thing is working on the internal transformation because oftentimes if that is off, if that's off balance, if you're feeling some sort of disconnection with your internal self, then it's going to show up in your relationship you have with your body and or the relationship you have with food. Mm -hmm. So we always start from within and yeah. work our way. <laughs> yeah. And what did that process look like for you? Well, to be honest, um, this again goes back to me becoming a mom. Um, I didn't really fully commit to my healing journey until about four years ago when I became a mom. So <laughs> uh, it was, it was kind of like, I, I, I think I slowly started getting little nudges. Um, and then it was like, I went to bed one, one night, woke up the next day. And all of a sudden I started asking these bigger questions of life, you know, sort of like, why, why am I here? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. There has to be more. <laughs> like, um, I think, yeah, like it, it was not that I wasn't super happy about becoming a mom. I was, I mean, I was a brand new mom, so I was trying to navigate that whole thing. And I don't know if that sort of like perpetuated this whole like soul searching journey. Uh -huh. um, but that is honestly when it started for me. And I think I just, I knew I felt uncomfortable where I was at and I had this new baby. Um, the thought of going back to my job was not appealing to me. So yeah, all of that kind of mixed together, I think sort of was like the catalyst to me asking these bigger questions. Um, and I just kept going deeper. I just didn't stop there. I just kept really like just digging deep into like, well, what, what would make me happy? Like, what am I really feeling drawn to? Um, and that whole quest is sort of what made me realize that I wasn't fully healed with all of the issues that I had been carrying with me from childhood around food and around body image and all that kind of stuff. Um, because like I said, it, it's all so much connected when you're not happy with, with who you are, when you're unsure of like what your purpose is, why you're here, all that kind of stuff. It's so easy to fall prey and fall victim to all of, you know, diet culture and everything mm -hmm. that's in your face. And, um, you know, all those limiting beliefs, unworthiness, unlovability, and, you know, am I valuable enough? Like all this kind of stuff, like you're so easily sucked into all that if you're not sure of who you are. So it just, it may, it, it kind of like shined a light on, I still have a lot of work to do here. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so yeah, it just kind of sent me down a rabbit hole of self-discovery, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. really when it began for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So now what does that look, what does it look like for you on a daily basis to honor yourself and how do you balance sort of like you, you mentioned the big things and the small things, like how do you balance those big and small and short and long-term? So I, I think I had mentioned a little bit ago that I was um, very much a people pleaser. So for me, a big thing has been setting boundaries mm. and um, you know, knowing when to say no to people and you know, if I need help asking for help and not feeling ashamed or guilty, if I need some personal me time <laughs> or <laughs> even just time to work on my business, because, you know, I still have another job. So I have that. Plus I have my kids. So it's, it's trying to make sure I have time to do all those things that do bring me joy, that do fulfill me on a soul level. So definitely setting boundaries. Um, I'm really big on the morning, like having the first at least hour in the morning to, meditate. Um, I like to move my body in some joyful way. Um, 
Sometimes I journal if I have time for that, uh, or I'll work on my business. I'll create content or something like that. Whatever. I, I usually ask myself, what would bring me joy most in this moment? Mm-hmm. What would serve me best in this moment? And that's, and I just honor that. And I just kind of go with the flow, but that morning time is like vital. And if I don't have that, I notice, you know, I'm not, I'm more like quick to be snappy with my kids or mm. like I feel as grounded. I don't feel as productive. <laughs> so it kind of just throws me off. So that's a, that would be like a smaller scale thing, I guess. Um, and then, you know, bigger for me is, is my business. Cause for me, my business is my purpose. It's, it's like my mission. Um, at least that's how I see it. So I guess for me, it's like doing all these little, taking all these little steps and, and honoring myself by setting those boundaries and um, not feeling guilty about what's best for me and doing things that are important to me. That's eventually what's going to get me where I want to go with my business and where I see myself in the future with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I want to pull out like two things that you mentioned to highlight. One is um, that question you have of like, what's going to serve me most in this moment. I really like that because I think this is something that I'm working on because you, you get in your head, there's all these messages about like, well, you know, I should run five miles every day or whatever, like the thing that I need to do every day. And the truth is that we change and we shift. And especially as women or um, humans who have a cyclical nature, there's our energy changes, like our motivation changes, all these things shift and really being tuned into that on a daily basis. Like you said, you, you um, try to do seems um, just really important because it may be that that's not the day that you go run five miles, but instead you're doing stretching or yoga or whatever, because that's what your body most needs in that moment. So I really love that. Um, and then the other thing that you, um, mentioned I forgot so <laughs> yeah <laughs> just let that be your, to your point I I yeah a hundred percent it's about honoring what's best for you in that moment and that's been a huge lesson for me this whole journey because I'm so I was so used to forcing myself and pushing myself to do things that I didn't really want to do but I felt like I had to do and I was trying to live up to those expectations and standards of society because that's what we're told is what's going to make us happy and it is what is going to make us feel worthy and, and valuable and all that kind of stuff so now i do the polar opposite it's like what would honor me and just forget about everybody else <laughs> so yeah yep yeah and it's like you said about your purpose if you don't have that like inner knowing and that strength of like who you are and what you want um then it's easy to get pulled into those messages from the outside that like, well, I don't know. So let me look at what all these other people are saying and listen to them instead because, right. because I don't know. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. So um, what if honoring yourself means doing something uncomfortable or making someone else uncomfortable? How do you approach that? So I, again, since beginning this journey, I have faced a lot of adversity and, um, people who in my life who probably mean well, but haven't really understood this path and, you know, through their own fears around like security and stability, you know, they, they didn't see this whole venture as, um, I guess, smart. It didn't really make sense, you know, that kind of thing. So I faced a lot of adversity and, um, 
the one thing I've never done is waver on what I really believe to be true for my purpose here. Um, and that has created a lot of discord in my, in my personal life. Mm. Um, yeah, but so I guess in terms of making people uncomfortable, that's one part. Um, but also the messaging that I do put out there is very opposite of what we really see in the health and wellness world, as you probably are familiar a little bit with, you know, um, like the anti-diet culture movement, all of that. I'm very much in alignment with that. So I, I'm very like, don't, don't follow the diet plans. Don't follow the meal plans. Um, you know, trust yourself and, and, you know, you don't have to work out to burn a thousand calories. Like, you know, don't restrict your food where, as we're told all of the opposite of that. So when, when I talk and I do my, my videos and this and that people will come back to me and say, well, clearly you don't care about health. Like clearly, you, you know, you just throw caution to the wind and you just like, don't care. No, could not be further from the truth. There's so much more to the story. Um, but people don't see it that way because of how we've been conditioned. So, I face adversity in a lot of different areas, um, but up until this point, I've always stand stood true to what I believe is right. Um, so I don't let it stop me. Yeah. Finding that like the your values and your purpose, and just keep looking to those and falling back on those. It sounds like has been really key to you to be able to keep those boundaries, to be able to keep speaking your truth, even though people are like yeah, you're crazy lady, you know, or whatever. So, um, yeah, I think that's a good, good thing for our, for our listeners to, to think of is that like your values and your purpose and just really, if you can really, um, solidify that, which it sounds like that's sort of where you start with your clients so that they have that to fall back on as they're moving through any of the challenges that they run into. And it's pretty much anybody out there, I'm sure you can relate to this. If you're going on some sort of personal development journey of some kind, you're, you're almost guaranteed to face some kind of adversity or pushback along the way. Yeah. That's the whole, that's the whole point. You know, that's, you, you, you have to be sort of like willing to go through the, go through that because that's how you grow. That's how you evolve and become stronger and more um, authentic to who you are. Mm-hmm. So so it's yeah. kind of, it's not really a bad thing. It's almost, a, it's almost like a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like a test for you, right? Like, is this yeah. really what you feel strongly about? You know, mm-hmm. are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. And you get to make, you get to keep making that choice. And maybe you find out that, oh, actually it's not. And yeah. you, and you shift courses or you like get stronger and stronger in those values and beliefs. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so one of the questions that I got from my community when I asked about what they are curious about honoring yourselves was a question around like, okay, what can can I do to honor myself? That's like on a budget or, you know, free or low cost. So what suggestions do you have there? Um, I'm a huge proponent of meditating. (laughs) Um, that's free. Yeah. Super free. And especially if you go on YouTube, which is for the most part free, you can just Google all different kinds of things, like depending on what you really need help with the most or, you know, self-love, self-worth, compassion, um, even abundance. I mean, like there's just so many things out there sleeping. If you need help sleeping, there's meditations out there for that. Um, so definitely meditation. Um, I would say journaling. I also love to journal. Um, 
I actually, right now I have a gratitude journal. So I have like a, a journal just for like any, anything and everything, but I also have a gratitude journal, um, because keeping track of things that I'm grateful for on a daily basis has really helped me, um, stay connected with who I am as well. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to think what else, um, I would say finding joyful movement, um, which is of course free. You don't need to go anywhere or pay anything to do that. Um, you could even just being outside in nature, um, grounding practices, um, which would definitely be connecting with nature. Um, or again, meditating. That's also very grounding. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, those are all my go-tos. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I mean, any, actually anything that sparks your creativity, mm. you know, I mean, you could be into art, you could be into singing, you could be into dancing, um, even just listening to music. Like there's that sound healing therapy. That's mm-hmm. very healing for people. Um, Reiki is really great. I, I get Reiki once a month. I mean, that's a little bit more uh, price or costly, I guess, but yeah. I go once a month and the benefits that come out of that are huge. So some things you kind of, you know, or worth it, if you know what I mean. Um, even getting a massage once in a while is great. Um, but yeah, as far as completely free, I would say meditating, journaling, um, do, you know, movement of some sort that brings you joy, being out in nature, definitely. Yeah. And I like what you said about creativity and, you know, what are the things that bring you joy? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's just like reading a book with your kid or, chatting with your best friend on the phone or watching a like romance movie or I don't know I mean anything that just makes you happy and I think we we get a lot of these messages about what's okay and what's not okay for that right like oh well it's totally lazy to like watch tv or watch a movie or whatever but sometimes that's what you need and if it makes you happy and you have the time for it go do it you know, oh, yeah. I think we get a lot of messages about what self-care is supposed to look like and like, oh, well, you have to go buy that massage or go get your nails done or go this, go that. And it's really, um, you got to do the thing that works for you. And that's what it always comes back to is what is best for me. Mm-hmm. No one else can tell you that. No one else knows except you. So yeah. Yep. 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 Super important. Mm-hmm. which is a hard, it's been a hard lesson for me as someone who wants someone else to tell me all the answers. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know. <laughs> and what if I'm wrong? Yeah. So there, there's no, you can't go wrong when you're honoring your true self. Can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's no right I, or wrong. Yeah. And I, and I like to offer a, a, a attitude of experimentation, right? Like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I think I might want to draw today. Okay, go draw. And if you're like, no, this sucks, then that's not the thing, but just follow that, that inkling, right? I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. The other day I played uh, tag with my kids and it was, I never laughed that hard. I can't remember <laughs> the last time I laughed that hard and it made me feel so good. I'm like, this is great. Like, I want to feel like this all the time, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, you know, channel your inner child. Cause that you're guaranteed mm. to honor yourself when you do that <laughs> yeah and jump in you know if you have kids jump in with them and like yeah 100 yeah yep. oh, I love that I love that <laughs> um so kind of on the flip side of of joys um how do you believe that our pains should be honored and if so what does that look like 
Yeah, I think, and this kind of goes back to, you know, me facing a little bit of adversity. Um, yes, I do believe that your pains should be honored because I don't believe personally that we are, as human beings are meant to just suffer and that's the end of the story. Mm -hmm. I think that we grow through what we go through. I'm sure you've heard that before. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that our pains are almost here as teachers and guides. Um, I, that sounds kind of weird, but it's, that's just kind of how I see it. Um, because if we didn't go through something, we wouldn't be able to kind of go to that next step, that next level. We would just kind of be complacent. We'd be staying where we're at. We'd be stuck in one spot. So we kind of go through these experiences that push us and force us to grow and to become stronger within ourselves. Um, and if you don't really honor those pains and almost like befriend them in a way, then you do, that is when you kind of get stuck and you, you kind of live in that place of fear um, and, you know, like the world is against me and that all that kind of like mentality, which is easy to do. Don't get me wrong, because depending on what you're going through, like everybody's different, but um, it's kind of like you have that choice. Do I stay stuck in this like fear based mentality or do I kind of choose love and mo move in that direction and allow this pain that I'm experiencing to turn into power? And how can I allow this pain to fuel me and drive me forward and, and like turn into something beautiful? Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's almost like, um, I mean, making the best of it, like sounds like I don't want to minimize like what people, the pains that people come up against and things that, that they can't control, but right. there can be a sense of like, okay, you know, one, can I give myself the, the love and the compassion to, um, feel that pain and let it be and like acknowledge you know, I don't think we should any in any way shove away no. our pains and like pretend they're not there. Um, but because I think you have to feel things for them to move yeah. and move through you. But there is a sense of like, okay, so then what now? Right? What am I going? What do I want to do about this? And maybe in that moment, there's nothing that I can do about it but be a puddle on the floor. But at right. some point, I'm going to be ready to like, kind of like you were saying, transmute that pain into power, into change. Um, yeah, you definitely want to feel through everything. You definitely don't want to suppress anything that you experience, anything negative, definitely not. Um, and I think that for me, that's kind of how I look at my situation. Um, it, it took me, I don't know, 25 years to realize, oh, I could turn that whole really awful situation that I had with my body and, and food and everything. And now I can use that for something good and I can help other women who are struggling. So it might take you a long time to kind of flip the script and, and look mm -hmm. at it from a different perspective. Um, but I think that's because I gave myself that chance to slowly heal through it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you absolutely have to allow yourself that time and be patient and compassionate with yourself. And, um, but it is possible. So mm -hmm. it's just, knowing that, okay, it might be really hard right now, but I know it's not forever. And I know at some point it's going to bring me somewhere that's a lot more brighter and sunnier and happy. And, and maybe who knows, maybe I can help other people who are, who are struggling in a similar way. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of us in this field of coaching and wellness have come from that place of like, we've been there and now we want to help other people who are yeah. in that place as well. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, so we spoke a little bit of earlier, like you talked about having a gratitude journal. Um, 
So there, that, it sounds like that's one way that you really honor your joys. And mm -hmm. I wonder, are there uh, other ways that you honor those joys? And then kind of related to the pain question, how do you honor those joys when there is pain around you? I think this is especially interesting in this time of COVID because so many people are struggling like not even being able to make ends meet, like losing loved ones from COVID. How do we still honor joys amidst all of that? So since, since this all began, I think that I, don't get me wrong, I, I feel just like everybody else does. And I, I'm not down, downplaying how crazy all this has been and scary and all that kind of stuff. But I think from the second that it started, I sort of, I had my moment and then I realized, okay, I have, I have a choice here to really kind of show up and be the light for people who can't right now. Mm. Because I understand that for some people, it is very, very difficult to be quote unquote positive or, you know, act like it's not a big deal. I mean, and please, this is definitely not, not a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. But I kind of made that decision. I want to do what I can to serve right now. And for me, that is honoring what brings me joy, mm -hmm. me showing up every day and doing what I can to sprinkle just a little bit of, it's not even positivity. I think it's more just hope and faith that brighter days are ahead. Mm -hmm. um, because I don't want to be that like fake positive person because mm -hmm. I feel things just like everybody else. But I think that if I can just offer some sort of, hey, I hear you, I see you, I know this is hard, but we're going to get through this because we're in it together. If I can just sprinkle a little bit of that every single day into my community, out into whoever finds me, <laughs> like mm -hmm. that, that does bring me joy. That makes me feel really, really good. And that's something that I kind of promised myself um, when this all started. I'm just mm -hmm. going to do what I can, even in a really small way. Even if it means, you know, messaging a friend that I haven't talked to in a really long time and just checking on them and saying, hey, what's going on? How are you? Um, just to like, let other people know that they're important. They matter. I care. I'm thinking of you. That brings me joy. Yeah. And I, so. I think what you said earlier, the hope, you know, mm -hmm. not the positivity, not that fake thing, but the hope. Yeah. The hope that like, we will get through this as a community and how can we get through it together? And I think in some ways we need to celebrate those joys to keep that hope you know, especially in our own situations, like if we can find joys amidst our pain and it and is this curious thing that we can hold these two together, you know, like I remember my grandmother passed away this year and I remember having moments of like deep grief and joy at the same time in like her memory, right? Like, and then that one moment I was like so sad that she wasn't here anymore, but at the same time I was like giggling at like her antics, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you can hold these both together and the, being able to like really savor those joys allows us to have that hope. Yeah. So that we can get through these tough times. We're stronger than we think we are. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, and I think too, another thing that all this has kind of brought out is the importance of connection mm. and um, maybe not so much physical because of obvious, for obvious reasons, but just, but just other ways. How can we connect in different ways? It doesn't require giving somebody a hug. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, I like so, you said, just like, you know, the friend you hadn't talked to in a long time, just like checking right. in. Right. I remember at the beginning of all this, I did a lot of that of just like checking in with people. How mm -hmm. are you? Are you doing okay? You know, we check in often with our elderly neighbors who can't, oh. you know, who have to stay in more and just like, do you need anything? We're going to the store. Let us pick you up things. 
And just doing those little things. Cause yeah, as you're saying that connection, that community, you know, the way we get through these things is together. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We're better together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there anyone whose work has been especially supportive to you in honoring yourself that you want to share with us? So there's a, there's a few, um, well, there's many, but I'll just give you a few. <laughs> okay. Um, well, first of all, I have to give a shout out to my sister. Um, she has definitely been, um, I would say a catalyst for this journey that I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we, there's a little bit of an age gap there. So she's always kind of felt like a second mom to me. I mean, I love my mom. Don't get me wrong. But like I said, there's a little bit of an age, age gap and she's just been by my side, like, for as long as I can remember. And she's my biggest supporter, my cheerleader, all that stuff. Um, and she, from the get-go has been totally supportive of, you know, my journey becoming a coach and and all this, this stuff that I'm doing. And she's also introduced me to a lot of the people that I now follow and I read and all that kind of stuff. And she also, um, was the one to discover the Institute for the Psychology of Eating, which as you know, (laughs) this is the uh, lovely certificate program that we both went through. Um, So I owe a lot of gratitude to her. um, And I just give her so much love. And I I would not be where I am without her today. She's just, like I said, like my number one fan. (laughs) So I love that. I love her. And she has her own business as well. So she's doing her thing as an entrepreneur. So she's super inspiring to me as well. Um, So she's number one. Um, I have to give a shout out to Mark David. (laughs) Mm. He's the founder of IPE. And, uh, yeah, I just, all of his wisdom and guidance and, and tools that he has bestowed upon us has obviously really catapulted my journey personally in, in the mind body empowerment world. So love him. And, uh, I also, I don't know if you've heard of Gabrielle Bernstein. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she's probably the first, um, I, I guess you could say spiritual teacher that I started following, um, that also sort of kickstarted my personal discovery journey as well. She, she, I think she also kind of helped me ask those bigger questions without fear. Um, because I think, you know, like most of us, we all kind of know we have some sort of like purpose or there's something bigger, but Mm -hmm. we're not always ready to ask that question. Um, and I think that she kind of helped me get there. So love all her books, all, all of her works and her cards and all different kinds of things that she has her community. So those would be my top three. Among many other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's, sometimes it's hard to itemize all the people that influence us, but thank oh, yeah. you for sharing those. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. Um, is there anything else about honoring ourselves that you feel like needs to be shared today? I mean, I think we covered a lot, but I would say, you know, the most important thing, which we kind of touched on, is to just stay true to yourself, mm-hmm. no matter what you know, no matter what you face, no matter what is thrown your way, challenges, stressors of everyday life, you know, job, family, relationship, money, like just keep moving forward. Don't let it hold you back for too long. Mm-hmm. If, you, if it needs to kind of keep you there for a little while, that's fine, but always be ready and willing to, to push on and move forward um, because that's what's going to bring you that, that ultimate joy and fulfillment in the long term. We, you know, our culture is obsessed with quick fixes, but what's really going to make you happy and fulfilled in the long run. So I think, yeah, just always being ready to, to keep on keeping on <laughs> so, yeah. as cheesy as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. Stay true to yourself. I think that's a good, good place to end. Thank you, Christine, for being here with me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> Thank you for joining me in the Garden of Belonging. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you don't miss any others. And if you leave a review, it really helps it reach and support more people. If you'd like to explore these topics more deeply, join me in the Garden of Belonging community. There's a link in the show notes for more information about that. Until next time, take care of you. Music in this episode by Dan O. Songs. <laughs>